This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. This is Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter, and he's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and affiliate of On3. Hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. Get out and voted today. Um, now I had two cups of coffee, so we're going to uh, switch to some water and uh, get hydrated after being Riveting. Riveting. But we're doing great. Uh, getting ready for this weekend. Um, I will be in town because it is at this point expected visitors. The numbers up to thirty total. Uh, it's gonna be a lot. Uh, probably gonna be some attrition, some addition. It's gonna be all over the place, but it's gonna be a jam-packed sideline pregame. Uh, the twenty twenty-four list is humongous. We got it up. At omspirit.com, part of On3, you can uh, go to the website, click on uh, the uh, the article, and we got full list and intel on each and every one that is expected in town. I want people to actually go to the Ole Miss Spirit, so I don't want you to give away the full visit list here, but give me the big names. Give me some big names, not all of them, just a little tease. So the official visitors, so there's a good mix of – Ole Miss commits in the 23 class. Um, Bryson Sanders. Uh, well, he's not officially visiting, but he will be visiting. The official visitors, um, Marcel Reed, Daniel Demery, and Javante Connor, they are taking their official visit, just a formality. All commits. Yeah. Um, but there are a couple official visitors that are in the 23 class that you need to keep an eye on. Uh, we've talked about them a lot. Um, three-star wide receiver Caden Lee out of Kennesaw, uh, Georgia. He will be in town for his official. And then quite the surprise, 
Did not expect this one. Not for lack of trying, because Ole Miss has been recruiting him hard, but um, Dakari Nelson, the safety out of Selma, Alabama, he's been committed to Penn State for quite some time. He will be in town. Um, and then the other notable official visitors, um, or I guess the final one is Chris Johnson, the running back from uh, Dillard High School down in Fort Lauderdale. So um, I think that's by design, bringing some uh, commits. Uh, Aiden Williams will also be in town. Um, I think that's part of it. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Miller will be in town as well. Get these guys around other commits, get them talking, get them conversing on, hey, you want to come to the SIP, come to Ole Miss, you know, come play with us, blah, blah, blah. That's that's kind of I, I would imagine what they're going for here. Um, so kind of in the flip market here with uh, a couple of these uh, targets. And then, man, I, we could do an entire show on the 24 list. It is a who's who. Um, got a lot of nationally ranked guys. I'm talking top 50, top 60, top 80 guys. And then um, uh, just, a, just a really solid mix of um, not only position versatility, but uh, some big-time name cachet uh, in the 24 class. Give me the top five 2024s coming into town this weekend. So you're looking at four-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo out of St. Louis, Missouri. He's the 13th overall prospect in the 24 class. Been on the radar for Ole Miss for probably the better part of a year. Lane Kiffin personally recruiting him. That tells you anything. Uh, he's the number five wide out in the 24 class. Notre Dame, Tennessee are the early leaders. But uh, Ole Miss getting him in town is big. Tylen Singleton is a four-star linebacker out of many Louisiana. Um Probably one of the most ruthless linebacker duos in the country in high school football with him and Tackett Curtis, who's committed to USC. Um, those two guys are are monsters for high school players. He will be in town. LSU being the obvious favorite. He's from Louisiana. AM is in the mix as well, but Ole Miss is is getting him in town. Uh Edwin Spielman from right here in Nashville at Lipscomb Academy plays for Trent Dilfer over there. Um, he will be in town. Tennessee trying to uh, get him in their 24 class uh, sooner rather than later as uh, Spillman's teammate, Caleb Beasley, committed to Tennessee last month. Um, I think he would be a name to keep an eye on. Ole Miss has recruited the city of Nashville extremely well. They've recruited the state of Tennessee well. Um, and also for the sake of uh, keeping track of these guys during their senior season, um, Lipscomb Academy is stepping up a classification getting into the big boy private school league with where Marcel Reed, Bryson Sanders play their football. So they'll be up with the likes of NBA, Baylor school, Christian brothers, all those uh, bigger classifications. Cause Lipscomb Academy has uh, essentially gotten bored with uh <laughs> division two double a. So they jump up to triple a next year. And then uh, in state Braylon Burnside, the uh, Starkville wide receiver, He's a uh, top 150 guy. My RPM pick is in for him. I put it in earlier this year. Really like where Ole Miss is for him. Um, really close relationship with Derek Nix. And then the uh, the who's who list, the uh, usual suspects in the state of Mississippi with Mike Espy, Shea Hodge, Dante Moncrief. He, he works out with those guys. He's tight with them. And uh doesn't hurt that one A.J. Brown went this same route going from Starkville to Oxford to play 
his college ball and have a uh, big time success. And now he's in the NFL. So that's kind of the, uh, the top guys, but I mean, there are still looking at it here, several more four stars, including Ole Miss commit Jordan Lockhart, uh, the linebacker from California. He will be back in town. Um, Alabama and USC are coming after him hard. He's held firm though. Um, when I spoke with him earlier this summer, um, it was my first time speaking with him after he committed, uh, honestly like the guy could have talked for 30 minutes I, I didn't really have to ask him any questions he laid it all out there um i linked the uh the original interview in case you missed it it's in the article you can click on it and, and, and read it um uh, he talks about he's just got a special connection with Ole miss his brother is obviously there uh on the roster right now but he's got family that lives in memphis he loves the proximity to them and uh he just clicked with lane kiffin and and that defensive staff and they got him early, but they're going to have to fend off Alabama and, and USC uh, down the stretch, his senior season. Of those 2024s, who do you feel most confident about for Ole Miss right now? Uh, I would say Burnside for sure. You know, I, I'll go out on a limb here and I feel confident, not in a commitment or anything, but just in where they stand right now and then where they're going to stand in the future with these uh with these prospects, I think the two receivers that will be in town. Uh, I already talked about Wingo. I told you he's being recruited by Lane Kiffin personally. Uh, there's another one from Vegas that will be in town. David Washington. He's from Arborview High School in Vegas. Lane Kiffin also personally recruiting him. Um, I think they're in a good spot for those two. They they need receivers. They need impact guys. They want to get these, you know, higher ranked, um, you know guys that they feel can come in and play right away. Um, both of them, good size, good frame already to uh, to work with. So I think that both of those guys are over six foot, close to 190, 200 pounds, and uh, explosive. So I expect um, them to be in the mix for them all the way through the 24 cycle. But that's probably it. But honestly, though, like, you know, these are juniors in high school, so the preliminary here and and you know they got a long way to go before they make a decision but i think it's it's certainly good that getting them on campus you know follow the visits all that um, i think it's uh it's big that they're able to get them on campus and, and for a huge game too um it's going to be a you know probably a sold out vaught hemingway stadium cbs sec on cbs all that it, it's going to be uh it's going to be a big crowd the atmosphere should be tremendous for hosting this amount of uh of talent so you can't uh you can't argue there is there going to be anything different about this weekend as far as what they do activities preparations for recruits coming in for the weekend compared to other visit weekends uh i don't think so i mean yeah, I don't think the so the itineraries you know obviously different for official visitors but um you know they'll do their their typical meet and greet pregame before and then, um, you know, they'll all be on the sidelines, watching warm-ups, seeing the team come out of the tunnel, all that good stuff. So it'll be your standard weekend. Um, so, yeah, I don't expect any, you know, unique changes because it's Alabama. Um, but I, I do think that it's going to be um, – it's it's kind of one of those, like, it's, it's great that they're all in town – but it's also just extremely difficult on a game weekend to talk to everyone. So that's the importance of getting them in and a game being at two 30, obviously you would prefer tonight game. 
because that makes logistically it makes it easier for the staff to get out there and, and talk to all these recruits because obviously the game's later in the day. Um, but it is 2.30, so they will have some time. I, I'd, I'd imagine they'll do some kind of breakfast, meet and greet type thing. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it'll be your business as usual with what they do. This weekend is most important for which 2023 visitor? I would say Caden Lee, first and foremost. And um, after that, I would say Chris Johnson and um, Isaac Smith. Uh, I think that they want to get Caden Lee in the worst way because they want a receiver they can count on to come in and, and be an impact guy next season. I think they believe that he can do that regardless of what the star rating is or where he's ranked in the country. They believe in his ability. They haven't let up at all. I think that this is going to be a chance for them to kind of solidify where they stand and in his pecking order. And then Isaac Smith, what's he going to do? Is he going to stay in state? Is he going to go to LSU? He just recently got back from a trip to LSU. They're kind of trending right now. So this is kind of Ole Miss's chance to counter this weekend. And, um, you know, he's been to Oxford several times already. And this will be a, a heck of a game for him to see. And then look, Chris Johnson, we've talked about it plenty on this show. We've talked about it on the board. We've talked about it in several articles. The guy has not been impressed. He's, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I would say he's probably not pleased with Miami and what they've done on the field. He's said as much. Um, I think this is an opportunity for him to see Ole Miss up close and personal in a game, see what Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins and, and Jackson Dart in that run game does. He is very open to going anywhere at this point. I mean, Miami's still the favorite per his RPM, but I, I don't see it as a slam dunk for Mario Cristobal at all because of his concerns of the trajectory of that program. I think a lot of people thought Miami would be in a much different spot right now. There was a lot of buzz in the preseason, um, probably a little more so on the NIL side. But, um, you know, there was this whole narrative of, oh, Cristobal is coming back home. We're going to get physical, be a very different, you know, the use back, all that stuff. And they very clearly are not back yet. So um, that's an important visit for sure. But I'd probably say Caden Lee first, um, just because of the where things are trending with him and Ole Miss. Ole Miss has been the favorite for uh, the better part of five or six months. And uh, then Chris Johnson, Isaac Smith, right behind them, um, just because of who they're battling. You know, Chris Johnson, you're battling with Miami, the the local team. You're trying to pluck a guy from Florida, and then you uh, put that up against, uh, you know, the juxtaposition of, you know, an in-state prospect who's a four-star, very talented guy that can play a lot of positions – um, kind of one of those athletes that you just, you know, want to sign because you can just put them somewhere and, you know, figure it out because they're so versatile, so talented. Um, you know, I, things have cooled off with AM. Obviously, they've had their struggles on the field, but um, I think he's still kind of trying to figure out what he wants to do. Mississippi State's really turned up the heat with him. They're recruiting uh, his teammate and quarterback, uh, Ty Davis, and um, LSU, obviously, like I said earlier. Uh, brought him in for a visit, and uh, we all know what Brian Kelly and that program's doing now. They're first in the SEC West. They've got a lot of momentum, beat Alabama last week in overtime. So um, a lot of buzz around the Tigers and Isaac Smith, but now Ole Miss will bring him in to, you know, try to counter that momentum with some of their own. 
Ole Miss, of course, hosts Alabama at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on CBS. SEC Nation will be in Oxford again. Yay. Which I encourage all Ole Miss fans to ignore completely. Or maybe troll with signs, since, you know, SEC Nation pretty much said Kiffin should leave for Auburn. Anyway, if you had to put a percentage on Ole Miss landing Chris Johnson pre-Alabama visit this weekend, what would that percentage be? Oh, here's the thing. The RPM for Johnson isn't really indicative of where his recruitment stands. Most of those predictions are fairly old at this point. Um, Do you have a percentage you want to throw out there? 63. Okay, I was going to say it's probably 50%. And I don't think that's and that's not me saying almost doesn't have a shot or it's more reasonable. I, yes. Yeah. I just you know, you just don't really know. Like now if he if he shows up, then that percentage will change. It will shift. Uh he was originally going to be in town for Auburn, didn't uh wanted to push it back and uh come for I don't know if he wanted to come for a bigger game or if he just, you know, logistically it wasn't gonna work. But um but yeah, I mean I, I think, you know, if and when he shows and I expect Ole Miss to have success running the football. I know it's Alabama, but Ole Miss is a really good <laughs> rushing team. Uh, I, I we will. I don't know if we're going to get into the minutia of the game or not, but I still expect Ole Miss to have success running the football. So yeah, I mean that's a that's a hell of a thing to put out there for him to see while he's sitting in the stands. At the end of all things, when a school is or has been trending for a particular player for so long, especially a player that is closely tied to a school, be it geography or whatever. South Panola kids, for example, with Ole Miss. Typically, they end up at that place. Yeah, in that state in particular, the the South Florida kids, more times than not, will stick around. Just proximity. Um, it's almost, I don't know, you can, you'll probably disagree with me here, but there are certain pockets of the country that, I heard uh, one Roddy Jones mention this on another podcast. Um, call them pacifier schools. Uh, LSU is one for sure. Most uh, most prospects that that are born and, and grow up in Louisiana, East Texas, um, you know they they call it a pacifier school. You grow up with a with an LSU pacifier in your mouth. You know that's kind of the the grassroots. You know, I know kids don't really grow up cheering for college teams per se, but you're just around it so much. And LSU is essentially the biggest show in town in Louisiana and, and East Texas has a big LSU influence in it. And, and South Florida is kind of the same way, even though Miami has not been the same you that they were in the in the 80s and the early 2000s. It's still a big deal that that you logo still carries a lot of a lot of weight down there. Um so I, I, I've had someone tell me that's down in Florida. They've told me if Miami wants him and, you know, they want him really bad, they're probably going to get him. But, again, what he said about their struggles to win games and be successful and, and you know, honestly just be competitive. I mean, they got just demolished by Florida State last week. I think that that's given him some pause, and that's probably a good reason why he's taking an official visit to Ole Miss because he wants to see what else is out there. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. 
Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Allen Samuels. Let's be friends. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. 0186 and tell them that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. The Ole Miss Spirit and Talk of Champions are coming up on the one-year anniversary of our move to On3. We couldn't be happier. Winning has certainly helped. Football continues to roll. Baseball is fresh off the first ever national championship in program history. Life is good, but change is always hard. And I don't even want to think where we'd be without LinkedIn Jobs, which made our initial hiring experience as seamless as possible. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Create in seconds a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs and add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile to spread the word about your opening. They offer simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses ranked LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Football Rebels have a little over a month remaining in the 2022 season. You want them to finish strong, right? Well, you need to finish strong, too, with LinkedIn Jobs, which helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash TOC. That's linkedin.com slash TOC to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's LinkedIn Jobs, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. If I made you pick for Chris Johnson today, would you pick Ole Miss? Still want to see if he shows. The plan is is clearly for me to have a conversation with him on Sunday before he leaves for the airport. But um, you've been doing this long enough. You know body language, mannerisms during these conversations post-official visit can be pretty telling. Um, if I can get a quick conversation with him before he leaves, I think that I'll have a better idea of uh, what he thinks about Ole Miss. But, yeah, I mean, I think that Ole Miss certainly – has more than just a shot because he's planning on coming in officially and wanting to see what Ole Miss has to offer. And this, uh, you know, kind of a shift in in styles for Ole Miss with, you know, being such a 
dominant run offense now, I think is certainly something that attracts him and Miami has not been that. So I think that it's still, we're, we're, we're coming back to the struggles with, with crystal ball in, in year one and the opposite of that with Lane Kiffin in year three, Ole Miss and, and Kiffin have really got this thing rolling. And uh, I think that that's, you know, you're starting to see the trend of more nationally ranked guys looking Ole Miss's way because of the success that they're having on the field. Well, all players love official visits, and the interviews afterwards always reflect that. I mean, there are a few exceptions, but almost always it was great. It was perfect. Yeah, everything's free, so of course it's great. Yeah, of course, of course. But of all the players you're going to talk to as they're leaving off of their visits, be it official or unofficial, which of those prospects does it matter as far as what they say? Like, we're going to learn something. Did you say it's Caden Lee? Yeah, probably. Because he he he's been the one that's the most close to the vest. Chris Johnson's actually done some interviews and been very outspoken about how he feels about Miami, which is crazy. Lee, my experience, because Chris Johnson, no contact, hadn't been able to get in touch with him, send him multiple messages and stuff. But Caden Lee, initially, man, he was an open book. The funny thing is, <laughs> I don't think he would mind me sharing this, but um, the last time I talked with Chris Johnson was when. Uh, the week of the Auburn game when he was on the visitors list and he sent me a DM and said, who told you I was coming for the Auburn game? Oh boy. So I was like, Oh, okay. So you're not coming. So yeah, I think that's probably the, the one time you start to see the prospects that don't talk much when there's something out there that's potentially incorrect, whether that be, you know, potential visit or a statistic that is incorrect or, um, but you want to respond when a kid asks you that, who do you think told me you were coming to town? <laughs> Who do you think? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was funny, but um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely Caden Lee just because he's been so, I wouldn't say guarded. He just, he's not as public as he was back in the summer. Yeah. And I think people can say what they want, you know, Oh, it's just a cop out. You're saying this cause you don't know, or he, you know, but I, I think Kennesaw mountain started out hot this fall. I think they started seven and Oh, and I think he really just wanted to focus on being a high school student and player and try to win a state championship. I think that's truly what it was. I, I don't think that the, the staff is certainly not let up recruiting him. There's still communication ongoing, but I think for him, it's just, I, I'll, I'll talk to them, but I'm not doing any media. I'm not doing any interviews. Um, I know like, you know, Jeremy Johnson of on three has been out there and seen him play a couple of times. Um, and he's still just, He's just pretty quiet. So I think that um, it's, it, I don't think that's a reflection of how his recruitment's going. I think it's just him wanting to focus on trying to win a state championship before he leaves high school. The uncommitted 2023 recruit coming in this weekend, you feel Ole Miss's best position for? That's probably Caden Lee. Probably. Yeah, I think so. It's him and then Johnson behind him just by default because the others are either commits. Or, you know, Dakari Nelson is a flip candidate. Oh, there's one. Better chance of pulling Nelson from Penn State or Johnson from Miami? Mm, I'd say Chris Johnson. Okay. And again, not to say they're not in it for Dakari Nelson at all, but I think looking at the class, there are several safeties in this class already, and I think they're in a good position for another Um that just came back on the market. So at some point they're going to get to a, you know, a certain numbers game with guys that are playing in the secondary. 
but I don't think they would. I certainly don't think they'd say no, but yeah, I would still say Johnson. What's the early score prediction for Alabama? We do our spirits picks every Friday, but I'm asking you on this Tuesday. Um, I'd probably say something like 38-23 Alabama. I don't know. The game on Saturday was weird. Um, it's certainly not. I don't even know what the what the phrase you would use. Like you're, you know, how people say, "Oh, it's not your dad's Alabama." Well, like, they don't have the same kind of explosiveness that they've had. No, and and the usage of Jameer Gibbs still puzzles me. Me too. Because the guy is as explosive as anyone. He's their um, best offensive player. Yeah, and but next to Bryce Young, because Bryce Young is just ridiculous. But he's um, hurt. He is, but he still does Bryce Young things. I mean, he he damn near willed him to a win um, down in Baton Rouge. They just don't have the they don't have those dudes outside anymore at receiver. They've yeah. got some talent, but they're not Devonte Smith. They're you know they're they're not those guys. And the Jamison Williams is not there. Well, Jermaine um, Burton was supposed to be that. Ole Miss recruited him and tried to sign him, and Alabama just crushed them with the NIL offer. Ole Miss, yeah, close, and he hasn't been that. And then I, I think on the other side, still uber talented on defense, but just I think Dallas Turner wasn't as impactful as they thought he'd be, and people have really neutralized Will Anderson, which is crazy to think. He's still and been... I think well, one thing he lead, he's among the league leaders in the SEC in missed tackles. Good as he is, that's one thing he has to clean up. He's an obvious top ten pick. He's going to be great, but missed tackles are missed tackles. That's what dinged. Derek Stingley, who was a surefire, no doubt, top 10 pick. But the reason he got kind of knocked or even I think he still went number three overall. But that said more about not having quarterbacks in that class and all kind of things that he went that high. But that was the knock on him. You know, couldn't tackle well enough. Or Grant Delpit, same thing. He turned him into a second rounder. That's not going to happen to Will Anderson. He plays edge. And that's a premium position. But I think a lot of their defensive issues are just because Pete Golding isn't any good. <laughs> Well, and look, their secondary is not nearly as dominant as they normally are. That's true. And I mean, we've we've talked about it on the show. I've talked about it with with David Brandt, and we we've talked about it on 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 hit that line. I mean, you go to Alabama to play zero coverage. You you are playing man coverage. You are on an island. It is dog eat dog. There are no excuses. Like they'll mix in some zone, of course, but I mean. They just don't have those lockdown guys that they normally have. I mean, they are are they still the most penalized team in the country? I mean, they have a ton of pass interference calls because they're just getting beat. And I, I don't know. The, the guys just panic and just interfere. Um, because look, Kayshawn Butte is really good. Um, but that's I mean, really it for LSU. And I mean, they still couldn't cover the other guys. Um, and they've just they've struggled with it all season long. So um, that's kind of my pause there with Alabama just running away with it because I think Kiffin and Charlie Weiss Jr. will be good enough on offense to, you know, cook up some stuff, maybe play a little keep away, try to keep Bryce Young on the sidelines, shorten the game a bit. But, um, but hey, that on the flip side, coming off a bye, getting healthier. Um, they are hoping they'll have their defense back to full strength. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a weird matchup for Ole Miss. Bryce Young is mobile enough to give them issues, and he's – the offensive line for Alabama has had their struggles, 
but Bryce Young's just he's so good at moving in and out of the pocket and keeping his eyes downfield. Look, I don't care how good you are in the secondary. It's hard to cover guys for five to seven seconds. Like you just can't. And Bryce Young just does it. I mean, he just buys time, buys time, and then just somebody gets open. I think the matchup to watch on Saturday is going to be Latu versus the Ole Miss safeties and linebackers. He's kind of forgotten with the offense, and you know you have all the the Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs, Jalen McClellan, um, and then Treshawn Holden's had a good year on the outside for Alabama. Um, but I think that that Latu is someone that is a problem because he can get open. He's good after the catch. And Ole Miss has had their issues with covering guys in space with their linebackers. And I, how are they going to attack Bryce Young? Is it going to be a drop seven, drop eight, try to keep everything in front, or are they going to try to come after him? Because like you said, he is banged up. He's not 100%. So are they going to try to you know, turn up the heat early and, and try to force a mistake? Or are they going to try to sit back and, and make them drive 10 to 12 plays down the field? Well, in non-Ole Miss Alabama visitor news, four-star 2023 safety and Ole Miss priority target, Jamel Johnson, decommitted from Texas on Monday, which should come as no surprise to listeners of Talk of Champions recruiting. But is this a pickup opportunity for Ole Miss? I think so. Uh, we talked about him, like you said last week. He's close with Braxton Myers, uh, Ole Miss cornerback commitment from uh, Coppell, Texas. Um, and I think Ole Miss is the team to beat here. I think that the influence of Sam Carter, Randall Joyner, uh, both being Texas guys recruiting that state extremely well. And then you tack on Chris Partridge, who's one of the better recruiters in the country. Uh, I think that they're poised to add him. He hasn't said, you know, just decommitted on Monday. He hasn't said a, you know, an announcement date or anything. But I think that Ole Miss right now is the team to beat for him. Uh, the 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 offer sheet is uh, is pretty loud, as uh, we like to say. But um, I think Ole Miss is in a good spot for him as uh, he reopened things on Monday. This has been Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, and Affiliate of On3. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. See you later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.